Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slips a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and that's <laughs> the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for part two of the mailbag. So we welcome in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbly. So let's jump right back into the mailbag. Chris, our next question comes in from Jesus De La Paz Jr. He says, what are your thoughts on Adam Schefter's recent comments that Darnold is worth a late first round pick? I don't know that he was saying he personally thinks Darnold is worth a late first-round pick so much as he was saying that based on what he's hearing and the intel he's gathered, he believes that it's possible the Jets could get a late first-round pick. And on the surface, this sounds crazy because we all watched Darnold last year and you would think, how could the Jets get a late first-round pick for a guy like that? But you have to keep a couple of things in mind. The first thing is that quarterback value is entirely different from anything else. You could go back through history and see so many guys that were disappointing, that were high first-round picks that ended up getting pretty good compensation. I remember Rick Myrer. Rick Myrer getting the 11th pick in the draft for Seattle from the Chicago Bears after being just an absolute bust in Seattle. But he was the number two overall pick, so people saw the potential there. Jeff George is another one. You could go throughout NFL history and come up with a ton of different examples. But I think what this comes down to is, let's say, just for the sake of argument, you're the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton. You pick 28th in the draft, so you don't have the draft pick to get the top quarterback that you want. You also don't have the draft ammo to trade up in the draft. You're up against the cap, so you can't go out and spend on a quarterback that would be any kind of real upgrade now that Drew Brees is leaving. If you don't want to stick with Jameis Winston or you don't think Taysom Hill can be a full-time quarterback, this limits your options. Sam Darnold is going to be 24 years old, and we all know that he has a ton of talent, so it's there. It's just a matter of can it be unlocked or is he too far gone? So let's say you're Peyton. You're sitting there saying, okay, here are my options. I can get a journeyman. That's all I can really afford. I can draft, say, Kyle Trask at 28, or 
I can take a shot on Darnold, who has superstar potential. Now, how high the odds are that he reaches that superstar potential is another story. But if you're Peyton, your ego may lead you to believe the Jets screwed everything up with Gase and the rest of what was going on there. He had no supporting cast. And so if I get him, I know that I can turn him into a star. And all of a sudden, you say, okay, this 28th pick, if I use it on Darnold, I can shore up the quarterback position for cheap for this year at $4 million. It gives me another year to figure out how to fit him in if he does really well. And if he doesn't, hey, teams spend late first rounders and second rounders and third and fourth rounders on quarterbacks all the time. And if it doesn't work out, so what? It's different with quarterbacks. If you miss on a wide receiver at 28, if you miss on a quarterback at 28, nobody really thinks it's that big of a deal because you figure if you're making an investment and a guy at quarterback that late in the first round, it's sort of a flyer. Again, because of the way the quarterback position works and how important it is, it gets judged differently. So that's why I think there's a decent chance that Darnold may actually end up bringing back a late first or, as Albert Breer said, two second rounders. You also have to keep in mind that it all depends on the market. So if there are several teams that are competing for Darnold with the same mindset that I just said, well, at that point, now the value goes up. So I do think, believe it or not, that there's a decent chance that the Jets could get a late first rounder or, as Breer said, two second rounders for Darnold, even though his play on the field the last three years certainly wouldn't warrant it. It goes well beyond that. It goes into the world of potential. And Chris, it goes into the world of, as you and I have talked about many times, the stubbornness of a lot of these guys. Because if they really loved Darnold a couple of years ago, they may still see him as that guy in their minds and think, the Jets messed him up. I can fix him. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. And <laughs> there's definitely going to be coaches going Adam Gaines didn't know what to do with this guy. I'm going to know what to do with this guy, for sure. But what I, what Schefter is saying that says to me is the teams that are interested in Darnold are picking at the end of the dra- at rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the good teams. The, the good teams are interested in Darnold. You know, obviously, you got, uh, you know, the Jags aren't going to be interested in Trevor Lawrence and the Bengals just got Joe Burrow. But you're still not going to get uh, some of these other lower uh, – uh, wrong teams going after Darnold. It's going to be more of a team that has other pieces in place. They just need the quarterback. And that if if it's going to be a team like the Colts or the, the Saints, the Jets might – or the Steelers, the Jets might look at them – oh, the Steelers aren't picking that, that uh, low. But the Jets might look at them and say, hey, you're basically offering me a third-round pick with this second-round offer. Um, that's not good enough. And uh, this, that might force their hand to be like, okay, you're right. Uh, what's the difference between picking 30th and then getting somebody, you know, the fifth pick in the second round? It's not that big of a difference. Um, so what this this says to me is it's the good teams that are kicking the tires on Darnold right now. And, yeah, if you're picking at the later part of the round – you're going to have to give up more than if you were picking at the top of the round. That's just how it goes. So uh, the 31st overall pick isn't going to be nearly as valuable as the 13th pick. Uh, that's, that's obvious stuff here, but that's what's going to knock it up. Because we've been hearing for, for months and months that second round pick, second round pick is the price. Okay, that makes sense. We've all accepted that. And as much as we've like 
looking at Darnold's play, you don't think it warrants it, but everything else you said, it makes sense. Team, some, some team will do that. But again, if other teams are going to be involved, you're going to have to start upping it a little bit. And that, that second round pick, which is really like, you know, pick number 68 isn't looking nearly as good. So yeah, that, that team could be convinced. And then you look at the way that some of these teams are operating now. You, obviously, Seattle's not trading for Sam Darnold. But Seattle, and same with the Rams, the Rams, they these teams don't value first-round picks like everybody else does. So, And the Colts made that trade last year for De, uh, DeForest Buckner. Um, maybe they want to try something like that again. Uh, you have to, as a GM, what Joe Douglas needs to do is he needs to identify those types of teams who say, hey, we value our, little, our draft picks a little bit less than than you do and a lot of other teams do. And then he can go to them because they'll be willing to give up a, more of the draft picks than some of the other teams who are going to be more stingily clinging to them. And another thing worth mentioning, Chris, I said that Darnold carries – a cap charge of about $4 million this year. Remember, the cap is going down. So what was going on was a lot of teams were spending with the idea that the cap would go up every single year. It's sort of like the people that would say, oh, the house is the best investment you can make. It always goes up. It never goes down. And then you saw the housing market crash. And that's because things don't always go up in perpetuity. There's always a possibility that something could happen and cause the cap to go down or the value of anything else to go down. And so a lot of these teams now are in a very tight crunch. And so Darnold at $4 million becomes a very attractive option because he's cheap, he's young, and he has the talent. The question becomes the guys that you're going to be able to get late somebody like Kyle Trask, is that somebody you'd rather get on a four-year rookie deal? Or would you rather take a shot at Darnold, who you think has a chance to be an actual star quarterback? Because if you're drafting Trask, let's be honest, you're thinking, if you're lucky, maybe he becomes an okay starter. With Darnold, the upside is so much higher. So that's why you would take that risk, because you could get him for $4 million this year, which is huge with the cap. And then for next year, you can work some things around. It buys you some time. And it's basically a one-year audition for him. So that's one of those things where the circumstances around the cap and the circumstances around Darnold and how poor the supporting cast was and how poor the coaching was may play into the Jets' favor because as Daryl Slater said on the show the other day, you could be looking at a situation where teams like the Saints or the Colts or the 49ers or the Steelers say, we've got better coaching, we've got a better supporting cast, we saw the flashes with this guy, and we think that we can get him to be a consistently good quarterback at a cheap price this year, which we desperately need. So that's really what this all comes down to. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from the Jet Ranger. He says, who is your favorite Jets coaching hire outside of Salah? So I wasn't sure if this question was, who's my favorite Jets coaching hire of all time at the head coach spot? Or who on the staff was my favorite pick? So I'll answer both, and then Chris, you can as well. The obvious answer to the first one is Bill Parcells. I don't even think there's a close second. And as far as who else I like on the staff... This to me is a tie. I love LaFleur because I think he can come in here and really do an excellent job running the offense that Salah wants to run. And I really like Jeff Ulbrich. I think he's really intense. He fits what Salah's looking for. Had great results in Atlanta last year. Has been successful pretty much everywhere he's been, whether it was UCLA or Atlanta or even the time in Seattle, the brief period of time when he was with Robert Salah. That's when their paths crossed. So I like both of those guys a lot. Chris, what do you think? Let's answer this both ways. Historically, best head coaching hire, and then who do you like on the staff? All right. Well, historically, I mean, you can't, like you said, you can't really debate uh, about the Parcells one. I'm, I'm going to give Rex Ryan a good uh, n- nomination here, though. Um, I, <laughs> the way that it ended, obviously, in spectacular flame-out fashion, but that it was such a necessary thing for the Jets at that time. They really needed Rex Ryan at that time to come and inject some life in this team. And obviously that the two most successful back-to-back years in this franchise's history. Um, But it was just the energy that they needed injected into the the franchise at that time. So I want to give Rex a little shout out for the moment there. Um, I'm with you here on a, of this staff it's LaFleur for me and it's it's the offensive system I've talked about this no problem hiring a defensive head coach but 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 I need to know who he's bringing with him to run the offense and uh you know Salah comes with LaFleur boom perfect okay now I'm fully on board you got somebody with a system I trust that's going to adjust and adapt on the fly, who's going to get the most out of the talent that they have, um, is going to play to their players' strengths. That That's all it. Uh, that's bottom hands down the winner for me because of how important offense is. And just the thing is there's so much stuff that goes on in the NFL, especially on the offensive side of the ball, where people just keep stubbornly trying to do things. And I just – I the comfort that you can have by knowing that your offensive coordinator is going to adjust, is going to maximize uh, the, the, the talent on the roster at the same time, like that is so huge um, that there can't be a close second for me. That That's the answer. 
Um, I love the Salah hire as him as working as a CEO. I love the DC hire as for even as much as I love the hire for who he is. I love it for what it means for Salah that he is really going to be the CEO of the whole team. But it's 2021 offense runs this league and you needed a good offense and the Jets have so they never have a good offense. And now they have somebody that I can trust will put together a good offense in a year or two. Next question comes in from Jets fans since 1988. He says, in the Shanahan offense, a wide receiver with yards after the catch ability is crucial to success. Who are some wide receivers that are free agents that could fill that role? All 32 teams are going to be interested in Allen Robinson. But I doubt Joe Douglas will break the bank for him since Joe Tooney and Brandon Scherf will probably be his primary target. Also, who do you think would be a good backup to whoever the starter is in 2021 at quarterback? Someone with mobility would be key to this. Marcus Mariota and Tyrod Taylor come to mind, struggling to come up with a third. Finally, bonus question, what was the best incarnation of the Four Horsemen? So we'll go through this one by one. First part of this. In the Shanahan offense, you want receivers with yak ability. Yeah, absolutely. And the guy that I think makes so much sense, we talked about him earlier, Chris. We've been talking about him for a while. Curtis Samuel, absolute perfect fit for this offense. So he would be one of my top targets in free agency, no question. As far as who the backup is, I haven't given it a ton of thought, but I'll give you two names. The first one is Jacoby Brissett. The big downfall with Brissett is that he's insanely safe with the way that he plays. He's not going to make a lot of big plays. He's not going to be exciting. But with a backup quarterback, you just want a guy who can get in there and give you a chance and not turn the ball over and not lose it for you. So Brissett sort of fits that bill. You don't want him to be a starter, but if he's your backup, that's not so bad. And I know that he doesn't quite fit the mold of the mobile quarterback, but he did move a lot better than people expected last year. I wouldn't hate bringing back Joe Flacco as the backup this year if that's the direction they chose to go. And then final question, which, Chris, I'll exempt you from because this is really more meant for me. The best incarnation of the Four Horsemen, this isn't even a question to me. It's Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Ric Flair, and Barry Windham. That is, without a doubt, the best incarnation of the Four Horsemen. So, Chris... Which wide receivers that are free agents do you think would be a good fit for this offense? And who do you like as the potential backup quarterback for 2021? Yeah, well, I, I obviously have to skip the four horsemen one because I only know the one in the Bible. Um, <laughs> those, those are the only ones. I only know the whole thing about the apocalypse coming and all that <laughs> stuff. So, um, but yeah, we, we talked about it. Curtis Samuel is the easy answer there. Uh, Chris Godwin would also work. Uh, he's going to cost you a lot more money if he does become available. Um, Curtis Samuel is a little bit better fit, but Godwin is one of those guys who fits in everything, and it also fits this. Allen Robinson, again, he's just – he's it's like Bateman. He can fit in any system. You can get him out there, that no problem. He can do what he does. Uh, but the, the ideal fit system-wise – is Curtis Samuel, which should excite fans because he's not going to cost as much as those other guys. Um, it's an interesting thing, too, about the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I, I think that if the, if the Jets can get a trade for Deshaun before free agency starts, then that 
will like after free agency starts, I think the odds go down dramatically about the Jets uh, going after him. If you could get him before then, and then you could attract the free agents that he will help bring, that would be huge. Um, but yeah, so Curtis Samuel is the guy you want to be looking at because he's not going to cost nearly as much as Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin um, or Kenny Galladay. But again, those guys, you're you're not going to turn down a chance to have that uh, have them on your team. So you would think that that there are possibilities, but it, it's Curtis Samuel that's just the absolute perfect fit for this. Um, you look at the way that the Panthers used him last year, where they. They had him in the backfield a lot. They were uh, all over the field, and he would just be perfect there. Um, as for the backup quarterback, this is always just an interesting conversation to have in general, uh, the idea of what do you want in a backup quarterback? Do you want a backup quarterback who is as close to the starter as possible, or do you want a backup who is something completely different? Back in the day when there was more of – you know, just statuesque pocket passers. I always loved the idea of having like a running backup just so it would be completely change everything for the defense that you're facing. But now there's so few quarterbacks that don't have any mobili- mobility that it, it's it's not as much of a change up there. Um, and obviously we don't know who the starter is going to be. So it, it's kind of pointless to sit here and talk about the matching up. But yeah, ideally – I you want somebody that moves a little bit more than Jacoby Brissett, uh, Mariota, and um, and Tyrod Taylor would fit that. But uh, I, I, you know, you can't sit there and just go with Brissett as the safer route. Somebody who's just not going to mess it up. Um, you know, if you're looking at somebody to to sign as a backup and hope that you know they could be the best and maybe even become a starter, you would probably go with Mariota there. But, uh, you know, it's not something I've thought about who should be the backup because I'm so focused uh, on who the starter should be right now. So I first start by saying I don't think it's going to matter that much. It's not like the Jets are going to be competing for a Super Bowl next year. Again, caveat, unless they uh, trade for Deshaun Watson before a free agency, that could change everything. Um, so I, I'm fine with the idea of just getting somebody competent to run the offense. Uh, I would prefer uh, Brissett over bringing back Flacco. I would probably I would prefer Mariota or uh, Tyron Taylor to bring back Flacco as well. I think any of those three guys, though Mariota, uh, Mariota's probably going to cost the most because he's probably the one that has the most chance of being a starter down the road. But the Tyron Taylor, Jacoby Brissett sounds good to me. Should mention, Chris, that unless they make a trade or the Raiders release him, not going to be able to get Marcus Mariota as a free agent because Marcus Mariota has one year left on his contract with the Raiders. So that takes him out of play, at least for now. Tyrod Taylor is available, so there's a possibility there, but I don't know what's going on with his health because you remember that whole bizarre story. So that's something worth keeping an eye on. But I wouldn't hate Tyrod Taylor. He takes good care of the ball. He's not going to win you games, but he won't kill you, and that's really all you're looking for from a backup quarterback. And with that, we'll wrap up part two of the mailbag. Part three will come your way tomorrow. In the meantime, make sure that you're checking out Chris on Twitter at CNimbly and at Jets Insider and reading his very big deal work 
at JetsInsider.com. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.